Welcome to the Hunter Headline interview series, where we talk with local champions of diversity and gain insight into their thoughts on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Hi, I'm Kirsten Malloy, President of the Equal Futures Project, and thanks for listening to our Hunter Diversity podcast season in partnership with Hunter Headline. Louise Rose is the founder and spokesperson of She Votes, a non-bipartisan movement promoting better gender equality policies from Australian political parties. Louise has always had a passion for equality, human rights, and in particular, gender equality, which inspired her to create She Votes. Her perspective has been shaped by a range of experiences, such as working in anti-human trafficking in Cambodia and in an investment bank in London. When she isn't fighting for equality with She Votes, Louise is the director of KPMG's People and Change Practice. In this role, she delivers value to clients in transformational change and program management, culture assessment, organisational development and communication. In her spare time, you'll find Louise soaking up the sunshine at the beach with her husband and two young daughters. Welcome, Louise. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Holly. I'm excited to be here. The Equal Futures Project identified you as a champion for diversity, equity and inclusion. So as an advocate, what are the most important messages you want heard? Firstly, that equality is a right and everyone should be treated equally and fairly in this country. But secondly, that we all have the opportunity to do something to drive equality with our vote. It is an election year and equality matters, and we can demand from politicians that they treat gender equality as a priority. And so do you think that it has been treated as a priority in the past? Not really. We got the vote 100 years ago. We're still a long way off. (laughs) If the pay gap keeps closing the way it is, you know, my kids won't even have equal pay. Yeah. So, you know, there are some very simple things that other countries have done that drive a step change that really make a difference. You know, it's not even new ideas we have to come up with, you know, where we're really dropping down the world rankings on gender equality. Let's look around. Let's steal some ideas with pride from some other countries and make Australia a better place for women. Okay, so not it's not about reinventing the wheel. It's just about setting up policies and then actually making sure they're implemented and, and championed. Absolutely. If we look at the Nordic countries, what they've done around childcare, what they've done around um, parental leave has, has really changed things. If you look globally, um, violence against women is, is still a problem globally, but there are lots of countries that have different innovative approaches to address this. So we can have smart policy with required funding to make the change possible. And on the funding point, I do want to say something because, you know, we see a lot of talk about defence and defence spending, and of course that's important. Of course we want a safe country. But this year in Australia, more than one woman per week has been killed in a intimate partner relationship, so, mm. so domestic violence taking a life. So when we talk about safety and security of women, the problem right now is actually for us here on our shores Mm. it's in the home so while of course we want submarines to protect us imagine what you could do with the money from one submarine to really drive change in the community around the prevention of domestic violence so louise you seem really passionate about uh you know finding equity for women what has shaped you as a diversity champion So I think there's probably a number of things. I think I grew up in a very 
socially progressive household where politics was talked about around the table, even though my parents have quite a traditional relationship where my mum's a stay-at-home mum, you know, and my dad went out to work. But they always instilled in me the belief that I could do anything and that, you know, any role was open to me. And so I was surprised when I went out in the world and other people didn't necessarily (laughs) think that. I was like, well, this is BS. I've got to do something about this. But then I've also had, you know, great experiences in my career. I worked um, in a developing country for three years um, in Cambodia. And I think, you know, sort of seeing gender differences and Mm. working in anti-human trafficking there really highlighted, you know, some of the ways structural and cultural factors in society can negatively impact women. And then I've also been lucky to work with so many fabulous women (laughs) over my career and be mentored and by coach by then. And anyone who said there's a meritocracy is why, you know, women aren't in positions of power, that's just ridiculous. There are so many talented women that you see the structures we have in society stop them achieving their full potential. So I guess it's that thing, you know, I always like talking about you can't be what you can't see, but it's also you can't enact change if you're not paying attention to what you're seeing as well. I think that's it. And I think it's also that we all need to band together to drive change um, because, you know, if you're one cog in a wheel and all the wheels are moving the other direction, Mm. then it is very difficult. But when we all come together, you know, there are over 50% of the population is women. But also for many men, the traditional gender roles aren't working for them. You know, Mm. if you are a man who really likes caring roles, Mm. you may want to be a stay-at-home dad. The traditional... Um, narrative we have in our society doesn't necessarily work for you either. Yeah, so this is about equity across the board, not just about changes for women alone. We talk a lot about gender equality and if we look at Australia and we look at, you know, some of the issues that men have challenges with, you know, we look at suicide rates, you know, we look at some of the king hit issues that have happened. I don't think this, you know, hyper-masculine culture is working amazingly for all men either. So I think there is probably a lot of men that would look at things and go, well, this this is rubbish. And we're like, well, come on, jump on board, help us change things. This is Kirsten Malloy, owner and director of Verity Leadership, where we're passionate about supporting leaders in their leadership journey, whether that's through strategy, advice and facilitation for organisations, workshops focused on leadership or individual coaching and mentoring. We're also very passionate about diversity and leadership, so we're really pleased to be supporting the Equal Futures Project in their diversity podcast with Hunter Headline. Louise, what do you think is the most important change we can make as a community to improve inclusiveness and belonging? So I think we need to prioritise it. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, we often talk about this and there are a lot of morning teas on women's issues, but morning teas don't drive change. Votes drive change. Money drives change with effective policy behind it. There's a lot of very clever organisations in Australia who have great policies ready to go. We need to get them implemented and we need the money behind it. So when it comes to She Votes, it's not just about um, advocating for voting for one political party, is it? No, because let's be honest, women make up more than half the population. Mm. This is not a left issue or a right issue. This is an everyone issue and every political party 
should have strong policies to improve equality. With your Labor, Liberal, Nationals, Greens, even the the United Party mm-hmm. should have gender-related policies. What is different, though, is where those policies focus and then you get to make a choice. So, you know, if we look at, you know, there was an announcement in the budget by the Liberals on funding for endometriosis. Mm -hmm. Maybe you or someone you know has endometriosis and that is a priority for you and that would drive a Liberal vote. There was a lot more discussion in the budget by Labor about childcare and childcare reform Mm -hmm. and um, removing some of the caps and increasing the family threshold for which you can get funding. So maybe for you... Childcare is the big political issue, but what we need everyone to do is pay attention to it and to tell their political parties that they want strong funded policies. And if something's not there, jump up and down about it a little bit. We are often told women that we are the caring people in society. Mm -hmm. We smooth the way for other people. But if there is ever a time to be selfish, it's leading up to elections. So be selfish demand changes that will drive equality and we will get better political promises and outcomes on all sides of the spectrum, Mm. all sides, all parties, and that means it doesn't matter who wins because whoever wins, we're going to take a big step forward. Yeah, this is their platform that they've they've run on. So it, so it really is about just being aware of what they're saying they are going to do or what they're not saying. Exactly, and jumping up and down about it and looking again for funding because change doesn't happen without funding. So where do you draw your passion and purpose from? I think I've always had a strong sense of social justice. I don't like to see things that are wrong. I don't like to see people treated unfairly and that's whether it's, you know, gender issues, whether it's people with a disability, whether it's persons of colour, our First Nations people. I also think on the gender piece specifically, I guess I've sort of seen what happens, you know, to friends and family. And I've also got two daughters, which sort of inspire you to really try and do something to make the world better for them. Yeah, it is that idea of, um, you know, taking steps in the right direction, but then also being conscious of there are generations coming behind us. And um, even if we feel like, well, we know we're not there yet in terms of diversity across the board, if we're making these steps together and if we all, you know, from the sounds of it, She Votes is quite a passion project for you. Um, So if we can all make these small steps, that's what adds up. Absolutely, you know, and there are so many wonderful women in Australia at the moment doing things to drive gender equality. And I think it's the, you know, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think She Votes is just my small way of saying, how can I help make it easy for people to see what political parties are offering so they can, you know, vote in an informed way? I know not everyone likes diving through long budget yeah. statements <laughs> or policy. I quite enjoy it. So I think that is my small, um, you know, contribution to trying to drive, you know, greater gender equality. And I think as well what I've seen is that grassroots efforts are amazing Um, and they are required as a cultural efforts and community efforts, but you also need the structural change that really comes from a government level. And so making sure we vote to drive that structural change will actually help accelerate the community and grassroots initiatives that are out there. 
And to finish today, who is another local working to encourage diversity who inspires you? So um, Melissa Histon from Gotcha Back Sister. Gotcha Back Sister. Yep. I mean, I think the work they do is, you know, is amazing and it is so grounded in the community. And when we talk about, you know, grassroots efforts that are driving significant change, mm-hmm. you know, it is, it is hard to go back, um, you know, go past the work that they do. It, it is truly phenomenal. Um, and then I guess on a policy perspective, and while it's not strictly diversity, I think some of um, what is being done to encourage funding into the Hunter um, by the Committee for the Hunter mm-hmm. and Alice Thompson is really, you know, quite incredible too. So I think when I look around the Hunter at all levels, whether it's grassroots organisations, policy organisations, whether it is um, private organisations mm. like yours, Holly, there are so many inspiring women who are doing things to help, you know, women in our region really take a step forward. Love it. What a great note to finish on. Thank you so much for your time today, Louise. Thank you, Holly. The Equal Futures Project is run by volunteers and is a member-based not-for-profit. Our goal is to raise awareness and funds to support diversity, equity and inclusion in our community and workplaces. While some things are improving, there are many signs that much more work is still needed. We wish to connect with, celebrate and recognise people who are active and advocating for people and groups that are disadvantaged, marginalised and do not have equal access to opportunity. We aim to work and encourage others as allies to support, elevate and promote the voices, concerns and solutions of those advocates and leaders seeking change that delivers equity to the groups they represent. 